return you now to your regularly scheduled program. Hey everybody, this is Josh Martin. And I'm Marty Hyde. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Tattoos and Jesus podcast. I am very happy to be here. Here at TNJ, we seek to blend the righteous with the ridiculous. Please explain. We discuss coffee, counseling, Christianity, and whatever else crosses our mind. We hope you enjoy. Okay, let's go. Welcome back everybody to another episode of Tattoos and Jesus. Here's your host, Marty Hyde. Once again, I'm hosting this episode by myself that's not true oh wait there you are josh they really did us wrong on these licenses. why because the lpca is like the size of a wallet yeah it looks horrible doesn't it and then the other ones are like super <coughs> fancy yeah it, that's that's old licensure um the new license at the bottom it looks trash yeah. Like, how much money do you think they save by moving to the, you can tear this out like your voter registration card? Yeah. You think that's why they did it? Same money, probably? I don't know. Sarah that's not what I'm, the, uh, I'm... All right. So, Josh is laying here looking at the licenses I hold on my wall. I'm here looking at your sunburn. First of all, sometimes it just it just be like that, you know? Like, I mean... <clears throat> Please explain what you did this weekend. I just went to the beach. You went to the beach is correct. But what happened to your face? So, I do this every time. But I wear a hat. I don't take the hat off. And I end up having a, a line that goes around my face from where my hat is. Okay, yes. that's fine. Whatever. I'll like right it. above your eyebrows is a tan line. Yes. From temple to temple. Yes. But, but this wait, time, there's more. it was a little windy. I went ahead and turned my hat backwards because I wasn't flying off my head. It fit better. So there was an open space. Yeah. Obviously. The with little football the shaped. Hat, and it was at the very, like, top part of my head where my, I guess the peak of my hair is. Yeah. And so there's just a small skinny rectangle red burn spot on the top Because the difference of my is head. your face looks tan, your forehead looks white. And my this you, one spot you, looks like I was branded. That's correct. Yeah. It looks like a birthmark. Like have you ever seen people with like a birthmark on their head? Yeah. It looks like a birthmark on the top of your forehead. Sarah actually burned me with her curling iron. Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> um does it hurt? No. Can you feel it at all? No. So it doesn't itch. It just looks like a rash. It just looks terrible. Has anybody said anything to you? In session? Yeah. One. Really? Mm-hmm. They said, what's wrong with your forehead? They said, what happened to your face? <laughs> Was it a teenager? Yeah. Of course. That sounds like a teenager thing to say. When I started wearing a CPAP for sleep apnea, <clears throat> the first mask I used turned up, like put a red triangle on my head. And I had a kid. He said he just started laughing. He said, "I'm sorry, but like I can't even listen to you talk right now because like what's on your face?" <laughs> uh, so I called him and I got a different mask that day. Fair. So, what did you do this weekend? What did I do this weekend? Hey, listen, we have something we haven't done in a while. Oh yeah. <clears> before forgot. I talk about this weekend, we've got a coffee review. Um. You know, we don't we don't do them as much anymore because it's hard to get a different coffee every single week for the rest of our lives. 
but I found this coffee. It's a K-cup. Uh, I found it laying around the office. And I was like, we haven't tried this. Kirkland Signature. What is that? Is that Sam's Club? Walmart? Shouldn't you know this? Costco? Shouldn't you? Shouldn't this be like your expertise? Why? Doesn't your dad work at Sam's? My dad works at Sam's. Is it Sam's Club? It's Sam's, yeah. How do you know? We shop at Sam's. Oh, man. Shout out. Sam's Club. My card. dad appreciates that. Yeah. The club. How do you like the club? You don't need to show me your Sam's Club card. It's okay. Uh, I like Sam's. It's fine. We don't. We only go like twice. But Are you awake? I just had Taco Bell, and I'm like, you're talking at half pace. I'm like done. I'll be all right. I'll kick it. I'll kick it in high gear. <clears throat> Are you? I always all right. Kick it in high well, gear. this shot of coffee you're about to have is gonna light you up. So what you're saying you're doing is you put. We've already discussed on this show what Taco Bell does to an intestinal tract. Mm. How many burritos did you eat? Three. You ate three burritos. Mm-hmm. Did you get a grilled cheese burrito? Oh, yeah. They're delicious. Delicious. Yeah. I had a gift card. All right. So you've eaten three Taco Bell burritos, and now you're about to put a shot of coffee on top of that bad boy. Ain't no doubt. <laughs> Ride it out for the rest of the day. That's like wrapping dynamite and more dynamite. That description was top. Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> I was looking for the right word tannerite, and, it and I almost said creatine. It's like rapid dynamite and creatine. <laughs> wow. What a combo. It's rapid dynamite and tannerite and waiting to see what kind of explosion we get. Is tannerite stronger than dynamite? No, no. It's just it's really loud. Oh. All right. Kirkland Signature Pacific Bold. Organic. Dark roast coffee, extra bold. So this is we 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 about to extra bold your burritos. So if you're going cake up, you got to go dark. We've kind of made yeah, that decision. We've, we 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 figured that out season one. So a dark roast cake up usually is about middle of the road. It's like a yeah, it's like a medium roast when it comes out. Yeah, a heavy medium. Yeah. So this is extra bold, right? Pacific bold. Mm. What's the difference of like what's an Atlantic bold compared to a Pacific bold? You ever heard people that kind of have a speech impediment a and they like they can't say specific, so it comes out Pacific. Like so, well, when I say Pacific I bold, I think I'm, I don't I'm, have one. I think I'm mispronouncing specific, but really it's just Pacific. I'm gonna try the coffee now. It's bold. It's not bad. You already tried it. It's a 5-4. Five 5-4? Four. Five four? Yeah. It's a 5-4. It's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. It's pretty good for a K-cup. It is. I mean, it, it does taste dark. So this weekend... <clears throat> a chaperone prom. What's the rating? Oh yeah. <sighs> five four is pretty good. I, five six. Okay, so we're splitting five, it five five. five. We're going five five. Is it just because <clears throat> you didn't want to pick the same number as me? That's exactly why. Okay, so we'll go five five. It's not bad for a K cup. Because when I first tried it, I was like, "This is way better than a five four. But then I kept trying it. 
And it's just a mediocre, it's just an okay dark roast coffee. It, it don't hold a candle to some of those like Green Mountain Sumatras that we've had. Those Sumatras are good. Delicious. Shout out to us trying coffee every week at one point <laughs> when we had coffees rolling. Shout out to when Josh wasn't burritoed up. Hey, we're good. I'm rocking and rolling. Uh, if you ate one of them CBD gummies right now. Never had one. You'd be out. All right, so listen. When's the last time you were at prom? I feel like if I don't say when I was in high school, I'm getting reported by the cops. So You can go up to 21. No, you cannot. If your date if your date is going like if you're if your date's 18 and <laughs> if your date so if a 21 shows up with a 16 year old what happens or 19 you can you can go cuz in an interview with Tank he said he went the year after he graduated he was 19 his the girl he was dating was younger she was still in high school Don't you remember that? Interesting. So I've only went, I only went to prom once. Junior or senior? Senior year. Okay. I didn't do dances, mainly because dance. most of the dances were during football season. So I was at the South Carolina game. I was going to say, you didn't play football. No. I was at the South Carolina game almost every sub-deb. Latois I went to twice because it wasn't during football season. Prom I went to <laughs> once. It was senior year, 2010. So it's how, been How long did you years. stay at prom that night? I stayed the whole time. I mean, it was fun. Okay. It was in the Commons area of Gaffney High School. It was at the high school? Yeah, it was pretty bad. But, yeah, it was uh, it was at the high school in the Commons area. So yeah. the Commons area is where, like where everybody... entryway. Is where everybody gathers before they go to class and talks. So and what you're saying is you had, a pro- you had a prom in the hallway. Yeah, it was right beside the Varsity Square stand that they had for lunch. That it sounds was, horrible. Yeah, it was not. You'd think the best. Gaffney High would do better than that. Yeah. <coughs> then uh, Sarah's was at Broad River Electric. Yeah, there's a lot. So I've never been to a prom before. Ooh. This was my first. You're past 21. I know. <laughs> never mind. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say here. <laughs> I was with my wife. Yeah, there you go. There, we need some clarifications. <clears throat> so my wife was. Works at a high school, and she has always declined chaperoning the prom. But this year, she's like, hey, Marty, won't we go chaperone the prom? Her friend was going to be there. And I was like, sure, let's let's do it. And so when I was in school, I went to a private school. We had junior seniors. The word prom, I think, represented too much sin. So we mm. called it a junior senior. It was a different experience. Um, but this was my first prom. And, um, and it actually went perfectly. In that, I didn't have to be inside. So they had a table set up right outside of prom where as people walked up, they checked in, right? Checked in. If their um, significant other wasn't from the high school, they had to show an ID just to, you know, anyway. And so I just sat out there with Ashley and Sylvia. While they checked people in, I just sat there and I just chilled, chilled, watched all these people. I know some of them from church and stuff. And so... I just hung out, hung out for a few hours, six to nine, nine o'clock. We went home. It was fun. So how was your first prom? I would call it a win. I walked into the actual prom like once. Um, I guess I can say this now. I'm pretty sure it was over fire code. (laughs) The amount of students that were in there was a bit overwhelming. A lot of music pumping. 
lot of axe a lot of axe body spray floating around Ooh, the uh, classic and so i walked into the just like the little the entrance once or twice and it was it was a lot and so i liked my position right outside the doors um there was it was hot in there there was a lot of heat a lot of the adults, uh, there was three cops there just kind of, you know, doing their cop things. And they, I felt bad for them because they had like, they were suited up. And so they were burning up, man. That was, it was hot. So uh, we sat outside. It was cool. It was nice. Ordered some Mexican food from the Mexican restaurant like three doors down. So I sat there and ate a steak quesadilla and watched these uh, kids go to prom. It was honestly, it was... Better than I could have ever expected. Better than you Better. could ever have expected. Yeah, top ten experience for last Saturday. Wow. Wow. So, what is juniors and seniors? What is a junior senior? For, what it's is it's a prom because you know at prom only well, juniors and seniors yeah, can go stand there and like. So they just basically they just made the definition of what prom is the form. name. So what did you do? What did we do? Um, Stare at each other? Didn't dance. We did not dance. No dancing. So um, in no. Winston, there was a, it was a high-end restaurant. It's called the, it's kind of like, I forget what it's called now, but. McDonald's? McDonald's, it was. Uh, it was Taco Bell. Uh, Done. So, no. So there's this high-end restaurant at the top of like a skyscraper in downtown Winston. And so they just reserved this facility. Uh, if I remember correctly. So it was the same deal as prom. You know, you get your tux. Uh, ladies, they got their, you know, their dress. Dress code, of course. There's always dress code for guys and girls. And then we would go. We all showed up and had a nice dinner. You know, very nice high-end dinner. And then they did some, like, just some funny little presentations and stuff. There was, I think there was the junior, senior, king and queen, like they vote on. We did like senior superlatives. Uh, did where you win? I I won. Well, so funny story. Mm. I, my junior year, I won. I won after school detention for a week. I got Roy my tenth grade year. You got what? Roy. What's that? Rest of year. What's that mean? I had after school detention the rest of the year. <laughs> you did? Yeah. For what? Talking too much. You got detention for the rest of the year because bad, you talk too much? Bad thing is my ride was Justin, who we played basketball with. Yeah. So every day that I would leave, he was the only car in the parking lot waiting on me to get out. How long did you have to stay after school? 30 minutes. That's it? So he would wait 30 minutes on you? Yeah. That's solid, dude. Go, Justin. Yeah. I'd have left your sorry tale. Yeah. Well. Because you didn't shut up. Yeah. So you got, you got seen, you got, what, what was, you, right. did you actually get a superlative? <laughs> no. So my junior year, no. So our junior year, we had, um, so the juniors were in charge of coming up with the senior superlatives. And so generally speaking, the junior class knew the senior class the bo- the best outside of teachers, of course. And so like, and, and I can't speak to every year, but like that year we were like, Hey, can we create a video? Of kind of for creating a superlative for every person, but then we were going to make it into a video, and it was it was really funny. The problem is my buddies who were kind of in charge of it <clears throat> made it really inappropriate. 
<clears throat> and so that what their idea was, how many like innuendos and like inappropriate things can we try to slide into this video uh, making fun of the seniors? Problem, it, it was so glaringly obvious that the administration refused to show it in like 10 seconds. The funny part, though, is it made its rounds. Everyone ended up seeing it. And it was I'll off the air. I'll tell you about it. So okay, what that did is it left us scrambling where we were like, they were like, we still need to do senior superlatives. So what they did is they just wrote them out. And so all the ones that were appropriate, they kept. And then for all the inappropriate ones, they came up with new ones. And so <clears throat> me and my friend Laura were asked, to kind of host this part of the show my junior year. And so I was kind of the, the DJ, if you will. The and so DJ. The DJ. So when you it came to, to senior superlatives, uh, Laura and I got up there, and we just kind of bounced back and forth. Um, and I forget the order. I don't know if we, we – but we went back and forth. She'd say one, I'd say one. She, You know, we, we just kind of went down the list. I don't really remember it a lot. Um, but here's, here's where the fun comes in. Mm. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's about to be fun. I dropped my pants in front of the whole school. So you can't just... At you junior, senior. At Christian prom, I dropped my pants in front of the whole school. So you just <coughs> you just laid right in. We have no build-up? Like, what happened? Why did you do it? What was going on through your mind? Like what People was... say my stories are too long, so I thought I'd jump to the punchline. <laughs> I don't think you you take oh, out I'm most sorry. of the. All right, so I rented, <clears throat> I rented a tux, much like people do. Okay. Well, on the tux, I don't know if you've had this, where you know on the side there's like a clasp where you yeah, can loosen yeah, yeah, yeah. it, tighten up the pants, and reattach the clasp. Yeah. On one side of my pants, the clasp was broken, so pr so the pants became very loose, very fast. But we noticed it was broken before I ever left, so my mom pinned it. Right, and so she fixed it. <clears throat> so I was good. Right, and so I go. I get my girlfriend. <clears throat> we go to we go to junior senior. At some point, the 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 pin breaks. I don't know. If she, I th she put a stitch in it. Somehow it comes loose again. So my pants become very loose, <clears throat> and I know I have to walk. Like as long as I'm sitting down or whatever, it's fine. Or if I keep my hands in my pockets, I'm fine. But they become very loose, if not. <clears throat> and so, this thought comes in my head. Mm. And it starts out with more of a fear thought. What happens if my pants fall down while I'm giving this speech? And then it becomes a, a brainstorm of a bit. And so, this is what happens. <clears throat> I walk over to the teacher's table, <clears throat> to which my... Uh, my Bible teacher is sitting there, right? I'll protect the uh, guilty in this one, but his name's Rick mm. Kleinard. So, wow. So I walk over to this table, and he's sitting there with his best friend who also teaches at the school. His name's Jared. And um, I think his name's Jared. Anyway, yeah. So, and I, and I tell them my predicament, and I make the statement. I said, how funny would it be what I'm presenting if my pants fell down? And Rick goes, bet you won't do it. And so. That's he, all you needed to hear. That's all. And I thought, oh, 
challenge accepted. And so I get up there and it's funny because I was so nervous. <clears throat> I, my friend Laura had to hold the piece of paper that we were reading from because my hand was shaking so bad, not because I was speaking, but because I knew what was about to go down. My pants. <laughs> wow. And so. <clears throat> Classic dad. This is what happened. I did not drop my pants per se. But what I did is I got up there and I'm having to hold a piece of paper, hold a microphone. So I kind of went wide stance, you know, spread my feet out to create some tension in the thighs mm. to keep my pants up. We're about halfway through this. I just pulled my feet together. That's all I did. I pulled my feet together. And after about 30 seconds, my pants drop. So here's the here's the kicker. It sounds worse than it is because the tux that I had gotten that year had a long jacket. Like it had a longer jacket. So the jacket went mid-thigh. It was just the style of the tux. Right? And so everything's covered to mid-thigh. The suit is pretty starched. Right? It's 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 pretty stiff. And so the pants don't drop to my ankles. They drop to like my knee. So all you can really see is my kneecap. It's not that anything inappropriate was displayed as much as it's the knowledge of what has just happened. And most people didn't even realize until I acted surprised. It was like, oh my. And I looked down and I pull my pants. And then it registers, right? Then there's this delayed realization across the room that like my pants have just fallen. And everyone starts laughing and it's funny. <clears throat> um, and and I had and my, my pants were broken. Here's where Marty went wrong. Mm, you tried it again this weekend. No. <laughs> <laughs> Round two. Yeah. No. Here's where it went wrong. I got real cocky once I pulled it off and started telling everybody I did it on purpose. Now, I mean, I told them my class was broken, but cause whereas if I had just went with, yeah, my, you know, my class was broken, they fell down. No harm. No, no one would have said anything. Harmless, funny accident. Nothing inappropriate happened. But when I started running my mouth to teachers, students, about the the full plot behind it, and be like, Mr. Kleiner dared me to do it, but, you know, I'm running my mouth. <clears throat> Word gets to, okay, here's another, here's another Christian school term I'm going to teach you. Mm. They don't have the head of the school. <clears throat> you know what the head of the school is called? The priest. <laughs> <laughs> the headmaster. I always thought that was stolen from like Nazi tradition. Mm. Headmaster doesn't sound sound Nazi. I mean, a bit maybe Possibly. communist maybe. You are a height, so mm. a little <clears throat> SS action. Anyway, I always thought that was a really poor choice of a term, but it's true. Like even today, if you go to Christian schools, the head guy is the headmaster. So we called him Daddy Dixon. His mm. name was Mister Dixon. He didn't, I don't think, appreciate that term, but we call him Daddy Dixon, the headmaster. So he gets wind that I've intentionally done this. <clears throat> this is on a, what, uh, Saturday night, I guess? Come Monday, um, I, yeah, I think it was on Monday, you know, by then it had spread. Like, everybody knew what happened. I get called into his office, and I still think it's hilarious. Everybody thinks it's funny, right? No big deal. <clears throat> And I go, and he's like, you know, did this happen? I said, yeah. And I said, well, Mr. Clotter dared me to. And I tell him the whole story. I, I Like, I was honest with the guy. But I just thought it was funny. And he goes, you think that was appropriate to do that? 
And he, <laughs> he said, you're telling me, he said, tell me this. He said, if Jesus himself was sitting in that room, he said, would you have done that? And I said, yeah, probably so. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? That was the wrong answer. Yeah, no kidding, Marty. <laughs> that was not the answer he was looking for. Because I was like, it was funny. It was harmless. It was a prank. Like, yeah. yeah. Don't pull the whole, Jesus is here, even though we can't see him, crap. Yeah. Like, I still think I would have done it. Yeah. Which was honestly the true answer. Yeah. That was a true answer. Fair enough. He wasn't ready. No. So, I leave. I call my dad. And I'm like, ah, this is kind of going down. <clears throat> and I forget the order. Either they had already called him. So, or it had, but he was just like, dude, like that was not the way to handle that. And so after a conversation with my dad, and I chewed on it for a little while, I decided getting out of trouble was more important <clears throat> than being right. And so I called him, called Daddy Dixon, mm. and uh, and I don't think I got a hold of him. I think I left a voicemail, but I apologized. You know, I said, hey, listen, I was out of place, out of pocket. I shouldn't have said that. Probably wouldn't have done it if that was the case. Sorry, it wasn't appropriate. I apologize. And they went and talked to Mr. Kleiner and said, Marty says you dared him to do this. Here's where it gets fun. This is the Bible teacher, mind you. He catches me in the hallway and he said, I hear that you're telling people that I dared you to do this. And he goes, I'm by myself with him. He has me cornered in the hall. He goes, I didn't tell you to do it. I'll never say I told you to do it. Don't you ever tell somebody I told you to do it again. And you said. And I said, okay. Because at that point, I'm like, I, I have nothing. I have nobody's going to defend me on this. Right? I know that he's the, he, he works at the school. All he has to say is, I didn't say that. Like, nobody's going to believe me. And I know that. Like, I'm not stupid. And so at that point, I'm like, I'm screwed. Like, take the L, back up, be humble. Like, I'm sorry. Let's get myself out of trouble. So they basically gave my dad options. They were like, he can do an in-school suspension, an out-of-school suspension, or a whole week of detention. And he was like, I mean, I don't think my dad fully agreed with it, but he just understood this is the, this is what we're facing. This is the situation. And doing an hour of detention from Tuesday to Friday that week, it doesn't go in your record. Like, it's just the most harmless and it doesn't it doesn't go in your record, whereas like an out of school suspension would, in theory, be in your book the books. I don't miss any class like an in school suspension would do. So we just did a. He, I mean, he let me choose, but he told me which one he thought was best, and that's what we did. So I was in detention the rest of the week. So here's the kicker: like a few months later, well, not a few months later. I mean, like a month later, I'm in the class with Mr. Wild, you know, Mr. Kleiner's friend, and somehow we we start talking about the incident, and he was like. Yeah, I heard him. I heard him dare you. And, like, that's all I needed. Like, part of me was like, well, then why didn't you defend me, man? Like, why didn't you, like, help me? But I'm like, he's not going to. Like, you know, that's his friend. He's not going to throw him under the bus. But, like, just him telling me, like, I know he told you that. I, I felt validated to a degree. And here, as an adult, right? So fast forward 20 years. As an adult, like... <sighs> I, do I agree with him lying? Do I agree with him catching me in the hallway and say, don't you say that? I did not say that. And I will never admit to saying that. No. But I get the self-preservation. I think Mr. Dixon was pretty pissed off. <clears throat> and, you know, he was a young teacher at that time, early 20s. 
They just graduated from college, I think. I get it. I get it. Like, I understand. I'm not going to say I wouldn't have done something similar in a moment of self-preservation. Like, let Marty take the hit for this. He won't get in that much trouble. He's a kid. People know kids do stupid stuff. I'm a teacher. If they find out that I say that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get how your mind spirals. Um, That said, Joker lied. He left me hanging out to dry (laughs) because I firmly, I believe that if, if Mr. Dixon would have known that Mr. Kleiner said that to me, if he said, bet you won't, he dared me. I don't think I'd have gotten as much trouble because the reality is this. I would have never done it if that conversation would have never happened. But that conversation gave me the confidence I needed to be stupid. You feel me? So. But my parents were cool with it. I didn't get in trouble. I was trying to find him. Who? I can't find him. Who? Your teacher. Uh, I'm I'm friends with them on Facebook. I can show you. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. What did your <clears throat> so we heard from you? What did your mom say about that? What my mom? Uh, not a whole lot. She was probably just embarrassed. Actually, I don't know. I can't remember. My dad always had a rule though. Like my dad was cool with pranks. He was cool with silly stuff. He had two rules. As long as you follow these two rules, he said, if you follow these two rules, I will always have your back. And those two rules are very simple: don't hurt anyone and don't hurt anything. If you <clears throat> go out trying to be funny and you hurt someone or something you do not have my support if anything you have me against you as well but if you don't hurt if you're not trying to hurt anyone that be physically emotionally you know whatever if it's not you're not bullying somebody and you're not hurting anything so like egg in a house right that can just that can mess up stuff egg in a car that can mess up paint that's hurting something he said you 100% do not have my support in that but like toilet paper in a house, fork in a yard, dropping my pants like that. Like there was no indecent exposure, like um, <clears throat> full support. Like no, tr- I mean, he may be like, that was kind of stupid or something, but like no trouble because I followed those two rules. Well, that's pretty fair. Mm-hmm. What, um, so. How you ever drop your pants in front of anybody? How many? No comment. <laughs> okay. How many uh, people went to your school? How many? How many classmates did you have? I graduated with like thirty nine people. Thirty nine or forty. It was so there was I, mean, I don't know a couple hundred people, but it was like a K K through twelve, and so there was I don't know four to six hundred people. I don't know how many. I don't realistically know, but. You know, there may have been, what's 40 times 4? Maybe 150 people in the high school? 120 people? I don't I don't know. Mm. But that I was... was curious. <clears throat> not curious. It wasn't really leading anything. I was just asking. Okay. Um, so, in honor of Mother's Day... Yeah? You wanted to... Show everybody what you're working with. What are you talking about? At prom. Yeah. In honor of Mother's Day. I want to show my kneecaps. You wanted to show everybody what you was working with. So, 
Mom didn't care as much. Dad didn't care as much. Where does... All right, so, question. Okay. Did your mom ever get mad at you about something that you did that was dumb? Yeah. Oh, okay. She would get the the what most. What was the most? Where where when did you see her the most angry at you? The way for something I, you did. The way I screwed with my sister. So like, like I would try to push my sister's buttons all the time. She's three years younger than me, and so she's middle school while I'm in high school. And then she was a freshman when I was a senior, and so I think I think it is safe for me to say on here my sister can can get mad. Her buttons can be pushed, mm. and I was the I I'd like to I'd like to say that I was the master of pushing them, and then I would act like what's wrong, like because I would stay as non emotional as possible as totally chill as possible and try to do the smallest thing possible that would just set her fuse off so she became crazy. And then be like, I was just kidding. Like, it's not that big. Like, what's what's the deal here? So you're a gaslighting her. A hundred percent. Like, no, yeah, no questions asked. Like, and my mom still this day is like, even now she's like, why do you mess with your sister? Like, why, stop doing that. Even now. <laughs> I mean, it's not the same, but yeah close like even like i have to i have to like watch myself because i don't want to be a butthole but like i'll give you an example <clears throat> so early in my sister's marriage so she married um a dude from miami right and um and so he's of hispanic descent cuban i guess the family knows how to make rice that's what i'm saying my sister, rice is not hard to make. And so, like, <laughs> she burnt rice or something. Like, their, their first, like, six months of marriage. Like, to the point that I think she ended up buying a rice cooker to help her or something. I forget. But, like, there was just this moment. We thought it was kind of funny that it's like, how do you mess up rice? In a family that's like, rice goes with most meals. Right. Right? Like, come on. So... Like, I just dog her about it. Like, I've, I, I don't anymore. Because I'm like, Marty, the joke's old. Like, stop. I'm sure nobody thinks it's funny except me. <laughs> but, like, we'll get together and she's like, I'm cooking. And I was like, well, I hope it's not rice. <laughs> and it just sets her off. Well, no, she just rolls her eyes and keeps going. But, like, that would be the extent of me doing it now. Is, is something like that. But, like, I, I don't know. I Just stupid crap. Like, get her all wound up. I was I was screwing with her all the time. Or like we go on like as a kid like this was like as a kid we go on long car rides, and so we'd be riding in the back of this van. I'd be like, "How oh, we scratch my back it itches?" She's like, "I don't want to scratch your back." I'll be like, "Well, I'll scratch your back if you scratch my back." And she's like, "Oh, okay, deal." And so she'd like scratch my back for like ten minutes, and she's like, "All right, it's my turn." I rub my hand across her back, be like, "All right, I'm done." <laughs> she'd be like, "You said you wouldn't." I said, "And I did." We didn't clarify length. You're out of luck. <laughs> I feel like that's most siblings. That I, are yeah, it's not. Now. I wouldn't say it's grossly. My son Maddox does the, the same thing as I do. He will push Charlie's buttons, and then be like, "What? Uh, what's the big deal? Like, I didn't do anything." It's like, "No, you did a million little things." 
Don't act so like you get mad at him. Not, not as much. I kind of think it's funny because I see myself. Yeah, in Yeah, I was about to say for things that you. Who was the punk? You were John. We're so far apart that wasn't really. Like we're seven <clears throat> years. So you don't like, know that you don't know the gap between you and your brother. Well, I was thinking like seven and some, <clears throat> and some change, but. I mean, so it wasn't, and then he left when, he went to California when I was, or when he was 19, he moved to California. And so you weren't, you were barely in middle school. 12, I was 6th yeah. grade, 6th or 7th grade. So like, growing up, I'm sure like, we, I mean, I'm sure we like, fussed and stuff. But like, I don't remember a lot of like, banter like that, just because he left when I was 12. Yeah. So like. But now, I mean, we got a, a good relationship, but it was just like the distance. And so Sarah is also the same way because her and her brother are like seven years. So like, you know, I mean, growing up, she had a lot more. Her brother's older. Yeah. And so she was, she was all, like, he would always like beat her at games and stuff, which is why she gets competitive. But. Well, don't get me wrong. Like my that, sister was a punk to me sometimes. Because, like, I didn't have anybody to play with. Yeah. And so I'd be like, let's play. And I'd be like, let's wrestle. Let's play football. Let's do this. And she'd be like, we can wrestle, but you need to lay down, put your hands behind your back until I say go. And then she'd walk over, jump straight in the air, and come down on my ribcage. Yeah. And I'm, like, dying. And she'd be like, all right, let's wrestle. And I'd be like, you know. Or she had long hair. And so she'd put her hair in my face. You know, none of this so happened now when we were teenagers. We were return kids. Return the favor. We were kids. <laughs> right. I should do that. Up. I should hold. No, that's weird. Yeah. So <laughs> play that thought all the way out. No. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, how about your mom? Like, what made your mom mad at you? <clears throat> there was a time. I don't remember this, but there was a time where they almost sent me off. To military school, maybe boarding school. Um, but I was like three, two or three, three. Like, like it was. She she literally said I was a demon child at two or three, and then something hit, and then I was fine. And so it was like I don't know, I don't know what happened there, but like I mean, I'd always get in somewhat. Like I, I mean, I, it's the same way with the teachers that I had. It was just like. I knew I was kind of getting away with it and I would, but they still liked me enough to like not Mm -hmm. really punish me, but kind of punish me. My mom was not that way all the time because she definitely did punish me. Um, but I mean, it'd just be like pushing, just doing dumb stuff that I, I mean that I guess boys do like the, the, the worst that I've ever witnessed is probably, um, my 16th birthday, she got a brand new car and I got her old car. So she pulled up in a brand new red Volkswagen bug for her Yeah, on my 16th birthday and then handed me her car, which was a gray Durango. So that you later totaled. Right. And so, um, so that year. I was in 10th grade, and I had a teacher named Miss Tomlinson, and she was one of those that was like, loved me and hated me, Vicky T. 
And so, and so she was, um, and so she lived like near me. And so we, me and my friends who had her would just go stop by randomly and visit her. And I would do dumb stuff like burn out in her driveway. Like it was just like typical teenager stuff. But then one night we all got together and we're like, let's go fork her yard. So there was like, I'm not even, there was probably 16 of us. We were, we were packed into three cars. We all bought forks. We and there was a guy that lived in the neighborhood she lived in. Told us what house it was. We pull up. We park. We fork the yard. There's like sixteen kids. I mean, there's thousands of forks out there. Pull in, drive home. Next day, um, after church, shut up. Forked the yard and then went to church. After church, I went by to look at the yard, and it's just me. And so my parents are gone. I'm staying with my friend Jonathan at his house for the weekend. My parents are gone for their anniversary. So I go check the yard. I'm coming back. I drop something in the floorboard. I pick it up. I look up. I have went off of the road. I have hit a sign and have clean clocked my rearview mirror straight off the car. And so I get out, I pick up the rearview mirror. There's a green streak going down my car. I'm already like, oh my gosh, she's going to be pissed. I just got this, whatever. So I go back to Jonathan's. I'm like, yeah, I hit a deer. Well, Jonathan's mom is an insurance agent. So she comes out and she was like, was the deer green? (laughs) Because there is a green streak going down your Durango. I was like, I don't know, I guess. I don't know, maybe it was rolling around. And so I tried to pull off that, well, that didn't happen. My friends were laughing. They were like, you're an idiot. And so I tried to ease the moment. And this was this was a home run swing. I'm either striking out hard or this mm-hmm. is going to be perfect. So I get home. My parents get home from the weekend. And it's me and my two friends. And I was like, y'all got to stay with me when I – tell her about the rearview mirror so that she doesn't get as mad and then i was like i know what i'll do i grab the rearview mirror i put it in a gift bag i put the little paper that goes on top of the gift bag yeah and i give it to my mom as an anniversary gift hoping it would lighten the mood it didn't help that some other kids have already come and tp'd our yard so my mom comes home our front yard's TP'd. She pulls in. I give her a gift bag, and I'm like, "Hey, I got y'all an I got you an anniversary present." And my friends are behind me, kind of laughing. <laughs> and she takes the paper off, and she picks up this shattered rearview mirror from the Durango, and she just looks at me, and she goes, "What is this?" And I said, "Okay, so." I hit a deer, and it cleaned all. It clear, clearly cleaned it off from the side of my car. And she flipped. What did you actually hit that made a green streak? It was a. It was a sign. It was the only sign on the entire road. By the way, I just want to make that clear. But it was some kind of sign that said. So it you wasn't like even also a hit a car or some something stupid. So it was one of those green poles. Yeah, they had a sign that yeah, said, yeah, like, yeah. state littering is, like, like some stupid. <laughs> and so... Uh, you still bad? Yeah, it's, it was the only sign on the entire road. 
And like state littering is a crime. Like, why are you gonna put that like five feet off of the road? Like, mm. whatever. So, uh, <laughs> why'd you drive five feet off the road? <laughs> so she, uh, she got super mad. My Jonathan and Taylor started laughing. She told them that they better stop laughing and find a ride home. So they went home. She got really mad at me. Couldn't go out for like a week. And I had to go outside. I had to clean up all the toilet paper. Like, it was the, the whole the whole ordeal was a mess. Yeah. Follow that up. Next day, Miss Thomason pulls me out of class. This is a heck of a weekend, dude. Tell me about it. Pulls me out of class. This gets even, gets even better. Pulls me out of class. And then my, there's 16 of us involved in this. Pulls yeah. me out of class and she says, I'm not going to ask you if you had anything to do with this because I know you had something to do with this. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she was like. And you could be like, I think a deer did it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'm just going to I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you the story. And then I don't need to know if you were involved, if you weren't involved. But just know, I know you were involved and you need to know what happened. She's like, I woke up Sunday morning, opened my door. And saw that my neighbor's yard was forked. I said, do what? She said, my neighbor's yard was forked. All right. So in my head, I'm thinking, that idiot friend picked the wrong house. She continues. She says, she goes... I just want to let you know that my neighbor is handicapped. She's a 70-year-old woman who just lost her husband last week. And she goes, she had her elderly brother, who is late 70s, come over and clean up all of these forks out of her yard. And I'm like... To this day, I don't know if she was lying to me, but I do know it was not her yard because I went back to her house like the two weeks later. It wasn't her yard. And it was just like, this sucks so bad. But you never admitted it and apologized? I, I Later on in life, yeah. I mean, she, she knows now, but I didn't. Like when I finished her class, I was like, how did you know? She's like, it couldn't have been anybody else. She was like, I know there were other people involved. She was like, but I know for, I was a hundred percent certain you were involved. And so I was like, okay, well I apologize. I'm sorry. And I really hate that your neighbor had to do that. And so and she was like, I mean, it was just, it was just, uh, that whole weekend was, jerk. I know. Tell me about it. How did you not know it was her yard? Well, okay, so you did burnouts in her. Was it the? Did it? It was, was it after. Adjoining it was yard? after. It was after. Oh, yeah. So, so you, I didn't really know at the time. This was before. This moment let you know which car. Yeah. So he, we pulled up. I mean, it's midnight. We pulled up, and we're all like pumping with adrenaline. And he's just like, "Yes, that one." And so we just get out, take off, fork this yard, get in. Was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was her. It was her seventy-five-year-old's 
uh, handicap in a wheelchair, couldn't bend over. So this was the Husband weekend. Your parents probably never went away again. She never knew I fought the yard. She will not listen to this podcast, but my mom never knew that Did she I knew it happened? forked it. No. Oh. Well, I mean, she knew that I hit a sign. But that the, that moment of losing the mirror was the maddest you've ever seen your mom. Oh, yeah. She was she was. Did your hot. friends at any point say, you know, I'm going to step out now? Well, they were they were out. in the kitchen. So it's two separate rooms. <clears throat> so they were in the kitchen dying laughing at my mom. Just absolutely <laughs> losing her mind on me. So I was, then called them out. I was in a counseling session a couple years ago with this teen. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we were at my girlfriend's house in the basement doing some things we shouldn't be doing. And he goes, and the house is real quiet, so we didn't hear Dad come downstairs. <laughs> and he goes, all of a sudden, he goes, excuse me. And he goes, I look up, and her dad's standing there. And he goes, I said, what did you do? He goes, I just said, well, I'm going to just see myself out now. <laughs> <laughs> Because we broke up a couple weeks later. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness! I'm crying. Why? 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 Why do? Why do teenagers make such dumb decisions? I, I don't know. So that same teacher, Mister Kleiner, <clears throat> a year later, our senior year, nobody really liked him. He's a good dude. I'll say that he still teaches at the school today. He's a he's a good guy. Like we were a bad class, and he was a, he was still relatively young. <clears throat> And so we decided we were going to start toilet paper in his house. He moved in this new house. And so, like, it started out with he was he helped with the youth group at the church where the school was located. None of me and my friends went to that church. We knew the kids in the youth group because a lot of them went there. But we knew they were doing, like, a sleepover at his house. Like, they were doing some youth event, and a bunch of the guys were going to be crashing at his house. And so we're like, how funny it would be if we could toilet paper it with a house full of guys. And we know half of them, and they never know what happens, I think is how it started. <clears throat> and so what we did is like every, and so that's how it started, but that's not how it ended. Every weekend for a month, we went and did something to his house. Yeah, I'll tell you. Every weekend. And so it may have been something as simple as just throwing a roll of toilet paper. At one point, we put like cat catfish bait on his, on his like... Right in front of his door, so you had to smell it. It smelled awful. But it was all toilet paper, like, you know, but it was just little stuff. But then what happened is he ended up finding out it was us because my friend Tommy dropped his car keys in the freaking yard. And so after, after it all comes out, he goes, Tommy, I think these are yours. But when it all came to a head, so remember my dad's two rules, don't hit somebody or something. Well, the final weekend that something was going down, they decided they were going to egg his house. And I said, no, nah, guys, I'm out. Like, I'm not. I know, like, dad will murder me. So I was at my girlfriend's house. I didn't even know. That. At that point, it was, like, too much for me. Like, all right, we've done enough to this guy. Like, let it go. <clears throat> I'm at my girlfriend's house. Like, I knew they were doing something, but, like, I did I was out of the loop, right? Like, y'all are doing stuff. I can't. I'm not behind. Well, I get home, and my dad's up. I mean, it's only, like, 1030 or something. I get home, and he's like, where have you been tonight? I was like, 
my girlfriend's house. You know this. He goes, were you really? Were you there the whole time? Right, this is before GPS. And he goes, I believe you. He said, I want to believe you. And he said, but I just got off the phone with the cops. And somebody egged Kleiner's house tonight. And he's not happy about it. And um, and he said, so I just need to call and talk to your girlfriend's mom real quick just to confirm that you never left. He said, I believe you. Like, I'm not trying. But he's like, I just need to make sure. I don't blame him. I get it. Like, if he's going to defend me, he, he needs to know. He needs to know. And sure enough, like, I was like, Dad, I'm not about that. I ain't a part of that. It, it, I, I made the right decision. And he said, we're going over there to clean it up. I was like, oh, freak. He said, you better get off your phone to your friends and you tell them to get over there. <clears throat> yeah, that was oh so we get over there some of them showed up not all of them my dad let them have it and they washed everything they cleaned it up like it was fine but like that was not pretty and that's what that's really what that's what always bothered me even it bothered me then it bothers me now well I take that back I'm guilty of this sometimes but it's like we had a good thing going why take it too far like, it's always, like, let's one more step, one more foot, which I feel like is a teenager thing to do. It's like, we're going to push this as far as we can and then go one more step. And that line gets crossed, and the consequences are really high. Right? Like, we – and when it all came out that we were the ones that were screwing with him, like, like Mr. Klein and his family, they didn't know. Right? At that point, I want to say maybe his wife had just had a child. And so, like, they just know they've moved into this new house, and people are harassing them. And so, twofold, they're like, why is someone harassing us? Like, what, is it somebody in the neighborhood doesn't like us? Like, what's up? And then on the flip side of that, they don't want their new neighbors that they don't have a relationship with, hardly at all, to think we're problems. Like, we bring problems with us. Like, I get it. Like, as an adult, looking back at their position, like, I'd be upset too. Like, doing it once and moving on, or doing it one weekend and moving on, like, not a big deal. But, like, we just couldn't stop. And then it ended up getting, and so the funny part was this, is in Mr. Kleiner's classroom, he had, you know how you decorate build, like boards and like whatever. He had this thing with this dog named Sparky. So he used that as the code word. And so we would say, we're going to walk Sparky tonight. And it meant we're going to mess with his house. So we would sit in his class talking about Sparky. He would even joke about Sparky with us, having no clue we were talking about him. So he, he never knew it was y'all. He until, did after the fact. Later. Until after. After the fact. Second thing he did that I thought was kind of junk was we had this moment where he pulled us all out in the hallway and it was, guys, I forgive you. I love you. You know, you went too far, but, like, it's forgiven. Not getting mentioned again. Right? Like, I'm letting it go. Like, we're moving on. Yeah, he threw it in our face in class multiple times after that. So. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would too. Anyway. I I think those really are probably the moments our, our mothers are proud of. They may have been mad, but they're probably proud of us too. I don't know that she knows that. She's not going to listen to There's a lot of she questionable. Knows. Parents know things. Eh, there's a lot of questionable decisions that we've made. Like, because all of my friends lived within a mile of each other. So oh, like, you could get there real fast. Yeah, like we we put two deers on top of each other one time. I don't think there's an S on that word. Two deer. Deer is plural. Oh, yeah. That's and true. singular. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Too Just deer. like moose. There's no yeah. such thing as meese or meeses or mooses. Oh, wait. Is there mooses? Yeah. Never mind. That's true for so another deer. one. Something. So deer. deer. And we ran 
from the the cops and waited. Like, there's just a lot of dumb decisions. Like, we still <clears> ran wrapped two stop signs or two pole. Like, the when you're yeah. in the stop signs, ran wrapped it, let the car drive through it, and it hit it. It sticks. And Did then, it do it? Uh, yeah. And so it was funny. That because doesn't a, sound safe. A Hummer comes up, and if you drive <clears> through it, it like, pulls. yeah. And the Hummer was scared. So the Hummer turned around, and then this little tiny Honda comes up and just floors it through the Saran wrap. And right behind the Saran, the right behind the Honda was a cop, and so we were all ha- like hiding in in it was at Limestone, Limestone College. Yeah. So we were hiding behind the church, mm-hmm. just across the street, and it's the sign that's right there at the Limestone yeah. College sign. And ran from the, like. Do you think I know we got to wrap up, but like, yeah, we're already over. Do you think that like people or parents now would see some of this stuff and think I need to get my kid into counseling? Because back then, like to me, like I, I didn't have any. I was just a kid. Yeah. Like, is there a balance between being as a parent, being a kid, and being a dumb teenager, and actually needing help? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It depends on the parent. There's some parents that get like wigged out real fast and they're like, Oh crap, my kids got defiance. I need help. Right. Other parents are like, ah, he's just being a kid, let him be. I think nowadays the problem is this is people would see that and you now you trouble is so close to fun that you don't know, is this a group of people trying to get me or are these kids being stupid? Right, like if I drive up in the Saran wrap, I'm immediately. You remember the old ad, the old like rumor that like if there's a car driving at night without his lights on, it's a gang. Yeah. And the first people that blink their lights at him to let him know they're gonna come shoot you. Yeah. Like there's that fear. Of is this Saran right here because they need me to turn around because they're trying to corner me up here and murder me. Yeah. Or are these kids being stupid? So I think it jumps to fear faster than it did in the past, being stupid. Not necessarily the the fact that the kids are being stupid, if that makes sense. Yeah, I got you. But anyway, we got to wrap up. But that's our Mother's Day edition. Happy Mother's Day to all these bright, shining moments in our life. Appreciate you putting up with everything, you know? Yeah. Shout out to mom. You earned the gray hair. True that. Apparently before the age of three in Josh's case. Yeah. So we salute our shorts to you this day. Drop our pants to you. I mean, happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Until next time, y'all behave yourselves. Holla. Thanks for joining us on another episode of TNJ. Don't forget to check out the links to any of our guests in the show description. And check out tattoosandjesus.org for additional show information or to submit your questions, comments, or curse words.